the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black in your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. Big day on Facebook. I don't want to make too much of it, but stock's down 5% after a bad weekend of news. And you don't typically see the stock go on sale very often that much that fast. A lot of people have started using phrases like humane technology. A lot of people are looking at companies like Apple and go, really, $1,000 for a smartphone? I can tell you it does nothing more than my old $700 smartphone did, which does very little more than what my $500 smartphone did. That I can tell, and that's the rub, where Apple does everything kind of right on the inside, not necessarily uh, on the new features. I don't need a, in a, talking, a talking emoji, but they do need teens to get kind of stuck into that, that ecosystem, and the teens want the talking emojis. Facebook has denied a data breach, saying that no systems were infiltrated and no passwords or sensitive information uh, or has hacked. The New York Times. Drop the, the just headlines. Facebook. Okay. 270,000 Facebook users downloaded a quiz app, giving access to their data uh, and their friends' data. Um, in April 2014, Facebook blocks developers' access to friends' data. I'm not a big fan of, of using the apps out of Facebook. I just feel they're less polished um, than Apple's, which are way more polished than Google. But then again, we start cutting into semantics, in my opinion, at that point in time when we start talking about, oh, BlackBerry's got the best developer, and no one wants to develop for Apple or uh, Microsoft. And that gets a little bit nerdy. But there's a whistleblower who revealed the alleged role played by Cambridge Analytica in obtaining data from Facebook users to the observer. Um, I get a little freaked out with my, with my data as I'm getting older. Um... And how much data do we give up out there? You know, a couple of years ago, I bought a pickup truck. And a couple of years ago, I went skiing. And a couple of years ago, I went to Hawaii. I find it a little upsetting that it kind of seems to me that a lot of my data <laughs> that I get in ads are on skiing, Hawaii, and pickup trucks. Um... And it's not the skis, yes, but it's not good either. One area that I'm always interested in as an investor is the next big thing. Over 5 billion people could face water scarcity problems by the year 2050. That's pretty telling. 2050 is an investment horizon for some of us. It's not for all of us. Should some of your money go into a long-term trend? The aging of the millennials, the aging of the baby boomers, the aging of Generation X. As the boomers got older, they took more pharmaceuticals. As the millennials get older and they don't buy houses, there's going to be pent-up demand for buying houses. Over 5 billion people could face water scarcity problems by 2050. 
Um, that's some 3.6 billion people are currently estimated to be living in areas that have water scarcity for at least one month of the year. I live in California, and it's it's crazy to think that, you know, there's areas where people are like, let's go to the desert. Let's go to Palm Springs. <laughs> it's like, it's a desert. Oh, oh. You're not going to be able to grow anything there, but you're going to be like, let's bring out cow meat and let's bring out pigs and, and salads and have a great dinner in our desert. Leave the deserts alone is my idea. But global demand for water has been rising at a rate of about 1% annually, and it will continue to grow significantly for the next 20 years. And... A lot of health institutes around the world, they keep trying to figure out what's going to be the next big thing. And, you know, it's called disease acts. Will it be waterborne? Will it be bloodborne? Will it be airborne? Like, how will it be start? Will it be a bat that spreads it, a bird that spreads it, a pig that spreads it, a bird? bird. For the second time, it could be two birds, for all I know. So right now, if we do nothing, five billion people are going to be living in areas with very poor water access by 2050. So in the face of accelerated consumption, increasing environmental degradation, multifaceted impacts of climate change, we got to figure out ways to manage our demands on freshwater resources. And, you know, we got to inspire Mother Nature to help us and support Mother Nature to help us by, um, you're going to see some changes and there's going to be some investable changes on water harvesting and, you know, coming up with pavements that are more permeable, um, dry toilets. So there's an actress who's younger, and uh, she kind of got into some trouble last year, um, Cheyenne Woodley. She's young actress, um, attractive. She was in the Divergent series, Secret Life of an American Teenager, she cut into a lot of flack last year because she said, you know, I like using my feminine products, my women's products. I, I like them to be made out of natural materials. I like to make my own soap. Um, I think it's great. She, she said, oh, I don't even own a TV. And then she does TV shows, and you're like, ooh, okay, now you're starting to become a little bit too much of a weirdo activist. You can't make your money being on TV and then not have a TV, can you? Well... She she even says things like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. You know, dry toilets are going to be a thing. Um, in my opinion, you're going to see more and more of them. And if you've ever traveled to areas of the world where water is an issue, one of the very first things you'll see is that toilets aren't the same as they are in your hometown. So, and that, that upsets a lot of people, but it's also an investable asset. I, um... When I was out of one of those years out of college, one of those summer vacation years, I went to Europe for a hundred plus days. And, uh, one of the very first things I did was land in Germany and I got on a train. I didn't get on, well, I got on a train with the first couple train stations. I had to stop and relieve myself. Um, used go number two. And I remember I go into the bathroom and there's a hole in the ground, not a toilet. And there's a rope above the hole. I'm like, how does this work? Are you just meant to urinate in this said hole? And nope, you're just meant to grab the rope, pull down your trousers, swing out over hole, 
do your stuff into hole, swing back, clean up, be on your way. I don't like where this is going. Do you know how much water was saved in this process? Much? Do you know the, the smell? Not good. Do you know the diseases? Probably not good. Do you know if I had let go of rope and fallen into said hole? My life would have probably ended. American found in bottom of crap pit. Covered in, that's right, poop. No. But that's an investment option. It's a theme, water. Find me online. Go take a look at Foe, PHL, and start reading about investments into water. Don't do it. Just start reading. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now to talk a little estate planning, certified estate planning attorney. Bob Bergman. How are you, Mr. Bergman? I'm doing just fine, Rob. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Now, you have a website that people can find you at lawbob.com. It's lawbob.com. You've been practicing estate planning for 38-plus years, so you've been around and you can be found. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Who is Bob Well, um, I've lived in the southern San Francisco Bay Area here in the Santa Clara County since 1968 when my dad retired from the Air Force and moved the family out here. So I've lived down here uh, since 68 and uh, went to local colleges like De Anza and San Jose State, Santa Clara Law School, and uh, got admitted to the bar in 1980, and I've been practicing pretty much here in the Valley since that time, mostly doing estate planning, which is all I do now. Gotcha. Now, what you do is obviously estate planning. Estate planning, I look at it as it's going to be different for every person because we're all different. But, um, you know, what do you want to leave your kids? How do you want to live your life? What do you want your latter years to look like? Um, do you want to leave a legacy? Do you want to leave money for your college? Do you not want to leave? Do you want to bounce checks? Uh, tell us what you think <laughs> estate planning is. Well, uh, to me, the probably the focus of estate planning is planning to have things able to be cared for should you become disabled at some point in in your future without going into the court system, and then planning for the orderly transfer of family wealth to uh, whomever they wish it to go to when they want it to go there and the the manner in which they want it to go there, whether it's going to be distributed outright or whether it's going to be put in some kind of an asset-protected form, such as a, a lifetime trust that can protect the inheritance from all the vagaries of life that could come against someone, um, both intentional and unintentional. So how do you go about your day um, as an estate planning attorney? Um, Do you wait for the phone to ring? Is it a lot of referrals? Is it a lot of people coming from your website? I know you're going to start up a show here on KDOW AM 1220 and, and promote a little bit that direction, but what does your typical day look like? 
I would say probably my typical day um, involves, first of all, responding to, to any emails that have come in overnight, because it's amazing. I get a lot of people that actually will send me questions or, or uh, inquiries, and for them, it's like 10 or 11 at night, and I'm already in bed, hopefully sound asleep. Um, I do uh, a lot of promotion of live seminars in my office, which I, uh, I have an email list, and people are welcome to go to my website and ask to be put on that list to know when upcoming seminars are. So I do seminars uh, in my office. I do seminars in the community. I, I advertise uh, some now and then on Facebook and uh, Avvo, which is a, a lawyer's website, avvo.com. Probably the biggest thing I've done is is I put my Living Trust Seminar up on YouTube a few years back, and about a year and a half ago it went viral. So now an older version of my seminar has about 43,000 views on YouTube, which I think is pretty good for just some some estate planning lawyer in San Jose who doesn't have a national platform. <laughs> So um, I, I communicate with my clients, I communicate with financial advisors, and sometimes I have no idea how people find me. I'll ask them and they say, oh, uh, the Internet, which could mean any one of, of a half a dozen different channels that people found me, because people tend to not remember where they found you. They just know they did a, a search of some kind and you came up and then they contact you. So if I knew the, the magic to how people find me and decide to come in and see me, I would probably practice that magic every day. <laughs> but um, as I found in this modern era, I mean, I grew up in, in the time with a practice where it was yellow page advertising, and that was pretty much it. And now um, it's so wide and varied that it's really hard to say how people find you anymore. I do know that I've had a website for approaching 20 years now, which makes me um, kind of, um, you know, founding of the nation kind of thing when we're talking about the Internet. So that I think that has a lot to do with it. I've been out there a long time, and, and um, I have a, a very established presence on the web, and I think that helps a lot. So what time is your show going to be on, K- AM 1220, KDOW, and will you take calls on the show? Well, uh, my premiere show, probably my first couple of shows, um, are going to be actually laid down in the studio. Uh, my premiere show is this coming Friday, the 23rd, at 2 o'clock. It's a one-hour show, so it'll be from 2 to 3. And uh, probably the first couple shows, maybe three shows, will be pre-recorded. But I have set up now in my office the ability to to conduct uh, live shows from my office or from the studio so I can actually take calls on the air. My goal in the future is to take calls at least for a segment or two of the show and then also to bring in specialists within my specialty of estate planning to talk about topics like elder law, uh, medical planning, maybe talk about guardianship and conservatorship, uh, which uh, things that I know about but I don't actually practice internally in my practice, and then also bring in <clears throat> people from related industries. So the, the goal is to provide uh, a lot of useful information and the occasional entertaining story. Um, 
but but mainly to provide information for people so that they don't have to try and navigate this area of estate planning relying on random things that they find on the internet which i i will say there's a lot of misinformation out there about what estate planning is what trust can do and not do for you um, all those kinds of things so my goal is basically to educate and entertain I originally was going to be a high school history teacher until I realized that didn't make sense for me with the way they wanted to have teachers teach children back when I was in college. And I shifted to my my second goal, which was to become an attorney. And now as an attorney, I get to teach and educate and entertain um, as an attorney as well, which is why I do the seminars. Thanks very much. Good luck on the show. We'll talk to you soon and come back when you can. It's Bob Bergman. You can find him at lawbob.com. It's lawbob.com. He's been an estate planning attorney, and estate planning attorneys have great stories because they've kind of seen it all on what people have accumulated in life. Was it too much? Was it too little? Did it last long enough? Did it not last nearly long enough, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, more would it last till the end of the world. So a lot of different solutions for a lot of different people. You can find him at lawbob.com, lawbob.com, and hear him on AM 1220 KDOW on Fridays. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Dairy Queen's offering a freebie. Woohoo! You can get two frozen freebies tomorrow. So the official start of spring, March 20th. With some uh, free cones. Free Dairy Queen uh, vanilla soft serve cones. With that signature curl on top. I don't even know why, but who doesn't like free ice cream, right? That's got to be a story. So the Justice League could have resolved the battle between AT&T and Time Warner and the Justice Department long before the Justice Department is going to solve it. But Time Warner and... They've got DC Comics, they've got Batman, they've got Superman, they've got Wonder Woman, they've got HBO, they've got Game of Thrones, they've got Westworld. So there's a big throwdown with the Trump administration because they also have CNN. And CNN's not the president's favorite uh, news network. So the nation's largest telecom company, AT&T, which counts about a third of Americans as its wireless customers, is trying to convince the Justice Department that buying Time Warner will help consumers. Now, when you have content and you also have the pipes, you have the roads and you've got the cars that drive through them, That's you're pretty dominant. That's why the stakes are high. So we're going to kind of start to see this week, next week, as the weeks play out, what sort of presidency, what sort of cabinet, what sort of regulatory environment the president's kind of gauging as okay. Stakes are high right now. Consumers can follow along with the case. Because of how much information out is out there, and we all remember AT and T, and how powerful they got, and how they had to separate all their baby bells 
do local phone service to compete with long distance service. And then you look now and you look at long distance, you go, what, when did this happen? Cause you look at Amazon and Netflix and you go, man, these guys are powerful. So we'll see. Let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton, get a little financial planning perspective in the show, add a little color to it on top of what we've already done. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. We know CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, got an email for you. It comes from a man named Wayne. We have five grandkids. I'd like to set up a routine way to begin setting aside funds for them on a monthly basis. What suggestions do you have? Um, well, first of all, what does he want to use the funds for? If it's for education, um, and they're wealthy, one of the best ways to do that is a 529 plan. Okay. So Talk to the parents. Yeah. Well, no, the grandparents can set it up for the kid. Okay. Um, it's still, it could still show up for financial aid, but it usually ends up better if the grandparents own it than the parents. Interesting. Um, and usually if you set that up, you want to calculate it so that the grandparents are using the 529 plans to pay for the later years of college so it doesn't mess up financial aid in the early years. But with that said, there's three good no-load options. Um, there's Utah, Nevada, and Alaska are my favorite no-load 529 plan options. California's is actually better now, too, that TACREF took it over. And a lot of people think of TACREF as an annuity company. This yeah. isn't an annuity. Um, so it's an actual no-load product. Um, they bought Naveen Investments, by the way. So they're getting into the ETF world, closed-end fund world. Um Anyway, so the, what's great about that is that as long as it's used for secondary education, there's some overseas colleges and some, um, what do you call it, secondary education that's not college options, like um, I don't know, some culinary things, things like that. You can find about 529 plans at uh, savingforcollege.com. Um, and what's great about it is if you have a large estate, as long as it's been five years since you set up the 529 plan, it's out of your estate for estate tax purposes. Okay. So not only is it tax-free growth in no-load funds as long as you use it for education, secondary education, but if you pass away and you have a huge estate, if some of your assets would typically get taxed at 35% plus on the estate tax bracket, the 529 plans won't count against that. And you can get five years' worth of gifting at once. So you can actually get a lot of money out of your estate, but yet still control it. So if the kid becomes a punk, um, doesn't go to college, does drugs or whatever, you can change to different grandkid. You can uh, pull the money back into your state if you some reason need it. You'll pay a 10% penalty in taxes on the growth. But uh, you can still control it. So it's, very, it's one of the very few estate planning tools, one of the only ones, that you can get it out of your estate but still have complete control of it. He had another question inside of it, 529, so you kind of yeah. answered that. UTMA is the other way to do it. Does anyone still use UTMAs? Yeah, I have one for each of my kids. for Why? their Well... It's it's to teach them. So if they want, they get involved in saving, and they're able to electronically transfer from their bank account to their TD Ameritrade account. And we, I have them actually go in and make the trade for buying the ETFs that they want to buy. And so it's their money. I tell them that you know, stock market money is not. My younger ones have trouble understanding. This. So what am I going to get this year? I talk to them about dividends. And so what? How much am I going to get this year from it? And you have to go through the market's positive 70% of the time. You will get dividends. You want to reinvest those. Stock market money is five-year-plus money. It's not tomorrow money. It's saving for your car. It's saving for your first house. And it allows them to log on, see how that works, see things grow or change in value. You know, Have them log in once a month, not every day, because you don't want them to get in the idea of that investments are a daily issue. But UTMA accounts, it'll, it'll give them a handle on their savings. It becomes theirs at 18 to 21, depending on the state. 
How about for this grandfather who's trying to save for his kids 529 or for ETFs? Mm-hmm. How about does he get anything out of it? Can he get tax savings for himself? No. Um, certain states, like Oregon, okay. 529 plan contributions have state tax deductions. Um, but no, in fact, if you set up a UTMA until the kid's a certain age, you're going to get taxed on it. So it's it's there's not really a tax savings vehicle for it. Um, a lot of times, though, Rob, if a grandparent wants to set up only like 50 bucks a month and systematic savings, don't do a brokerage account. Just go to one of the no-load fund companies and set up a mutual fund contribution like a T. Rowe Price, a Vanguard, whatever, because then you can do it right out of your checking account. It goes into the mutual fund, and there's no trading. There's no physical act of having to go on and trade okay. like a brokerage account. So if you want to keep things really simple, and you're not going to have the kid going on making the trade, just go. That's when no-load index funds make more sense. Or can, no you, load can your oldest son yet sell orange juice futures? Not yet. That's a good one. I'll have to give that a shot. You should. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. And teach him to check Florida weather, right? And Absolutely. Based on that. And hurricanes and freezes. Yeah. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. So the tariff plan continues to be in the news, as does data and protection of data. This is your digital life. There's an app out there called This Is Your Digital Life that prompted users to answer questions for a psychological profile that was then shared on with Cambridge Analytica. Facebook has denied any data breach, but they're in the news for this. Cambridge Analytica worked on Facebook ads for President Donald Trump during the 2016 election. It was initially funded by conservative billionaire Rob Mercer and led by former Trump advisor Steve Bannon. A whistleblower came out and played a role in getting data from Facebook users. Showed how the whole thing happened. Um, This is in newspapers now, and it's a story. Will it stick, or is our president made out of Teflon? Will it stick to Facebook, or are they made out of Teflon? Facebook said all the parties that had received the data said it had been destroyed, although the company said it had received reports that not all the data was actually deleted. So I don't know what to make of this, but at what point in time, and this happened to me, there was a point in time where I was like, you know, I'm suddenly not very comfortable giving all my information to a company, and it does kind of bother me. Just the older I get, um, I know, kind of crazy, right? How we kind of, I don't want to say justify these, but play these up. Since last November, pretty much so. All the waking hours in the Wall Street have been taken up by, you know, paying attention to what's happening in tech and the new year and how investing is going to play out. And it's been a fun year so far on some levels. Um, I think the biggest story so far that kind of got a lot of attention but didn't get enough was Broadcom's $117 billion offer for Qualcomm. And it was out there for the longest time, and it took President Donald Trump to say, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to let the Chinese companies buy American companies and get our technology. Um, And that's kind of starting to shape the tariffs and starting to shape some trade war conversations. Um, So you kind of see how um, truly indeed it can be kind of intriguing to see how tech stocks play out in Washington. And then you get, you know, Qualcomm's founder, um, and the whole company being in San Diego, very Republican part of California. 
So that's out there. Big story out there that Apple wants to create their own screens. And obviously any company that makes screens for Apple right now goes, but 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 does that mean you're going to break up with us? Of course, Apple's going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. We're just testing. We're just testing. Oh, they're going to break up with you. <laughs> so a lot of the OLED and micro OLED screens uh, companies are starting to take a little bit of hit. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, rumors, retirement, and much, much more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. What's the right price point for a phone? Is it $200? Is it free if you get a data plan? Is it $1,000? Do you and your sugar booger want to have a phone each? Hmm, maybe I can go into the uh, carrier, the wireless service provider, and say, hey, I'll take two X phones, iPhone Xs, for the price of one. Buy one, get one free. And you see the promotion stopped a week or two later. It wasn't doing that well. There's a lot of data points out there right now that Apple is not doing well. It's fair. What's too expensive on a phone? Next question is, how do you want to own a stock or a company? Or are you basically saying, I'm only in it when the high end's in it? Or do you see some value in some of the other components versus the high-end phones? So the iPhone X has come, and it's going. What's the next big event for Apple? A lot of people continue to say, still say services. I got this hot and sexy photo of me when I was... 35, and now 10 years later, I want it saved forever and ever and ever. I can put it on my computer. I can leave it on my phone, wait for it to get stolen or broken. Or I can put it up in the cloud. Who gets it? Does Google get it? Does Apple get it? So Apple, big story right now. As an investor, you need to decide. One of the stories that I saw that was out there that I thought was compelling and interesting was Walmart. Um, Again, the whole... You saw that Claire stores went bankrupt, and I don't, I've probably never been in a Claire store because I don't go to malls to buy jewelry, but it's a mall jewelry chain, and they're filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. This is a sign of no good. Um, again, it's showing you that struggling malls, due to online competition, continue to be a story, and how nimble are the physical competitors they have it over at one point in time was a problem for internet the fact that you know you'd be like i want to see that diamond ring before i buy that diamond ring i want to wear these jeans before i buy these jeans but i think we're kind of we've broken that wall of we'll buy anything on the internet can't buy me love swipe right oh you can buy love on the internet walmart doesn't want to sell tvs and furniture they also want to put them together for you because it goes back to that Claire's store, which goes back to the Toys R Us store, which goes back to like the Macy's and the Sears and the JCPenney's and all the struggling retailers. How can Walmart get your business and keep your business? Well, they think that by hiring a company with a deal for on-demand online services, Handy.com, which will allow shoppers to hire helpers at 2,000 of its stores nationwide to mount a TV on their wall or assemble a bookcase... Um, 
that starts to get kind of interesting. You know, Ikea bought TaskRabbit, and I love the idea of, of paying a retailer X amount of dollars, and they can come and mount it on my wall. I don't want to mount it on said wall. I'm going to put a hole in wall, and then I'm going to curse. And then Sugar Booger can hand me a drill. I'm going to curse at her, and she's going to run off to the back room and cry. And then Son's going to hand me a, a hammer. I'm going to curse at him because I just knocked a hole through the TV, and now the TV's broken, the wall's broken, everything's broken, my life is broken. So would I hire someone from Handy? I would, but you know my first fear that comes up? What if it's a slacker who, who smokes a lot of weed and eats a lot of uh, Doritos and comes to my house, and I'm like, all right, all hey, bro. All right. I say, hey, bro, and he goes, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. I'm like, hey, bro, can you put my TV on my wall for me? And he goes, yeah, man, I can do it. Ha, 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 no problem. And then he can't do it. So are these handy workers going to be trained in putting together bookshelves and putting together furniture on walls? It's a good question. So, and that's kind of a what happens with word of mouth kind of answer, right? Um, I think that's kind of what you would be looking for. I could be wrong. So, 800-516-1220 to each call all in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Uh, large retailers are urging Trump not to hit China with tariffs. Uh, I think we're all a little afraid of that. What could derail our economy? Like It's like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. It's like almost like a horror movie, though, too. Where, you know, you see the young, cocky wrestler in high school who just made out with a beautiful girl who has a crush on him, and she goes to the lake to swim in the lake and kind of cool down, and young, cocky wrestler goes to the tool shed, and you're like, oh, no, is he in the tool shed or is he in the lake? You see the guy pick a soda, and then you see the hockey mask right behind it. But he doesn't notice. That's kind of what we're feeling like with Trump and the economy right now, and Trump and the stock market. It's like, please, 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 please don't go by the Chinese. No, 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 hold your breath. No, 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 sweet. We got through that one. We had to make the move, and we decided to make the move. So there's a lot of fear. I get emails at least... I would say four a week of people thinking, I want out of this market because Trump's eventually going to ruin this market. But they also go, I'm glad I was in it last year. Um, Be careful, is my advice. Um, Don't let a president dictate 100% of your investment decisions. So Facebook's lagging today. Um, Facebook's having some problems. And how they respond to these problems is going to be, I think, very interesting. So uh, they've got a lot of data problems. They've got a lot of confidence problems. But in the end, they're going to have to have a leadership step up to the plate and say, we got this. So otherwise, it's going to do some long-term damage to their credibility as far as does management have it. Facebook's down 6% today. First buying opportunity in a long time or is the beginning and the end? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Saturday at Walmart. Come on in.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.